Hey guys, welcome back to the Michael Bear Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and on today's episode, I'm going to discuss the important distinction between instant gratification and delayed gratification. So, if this is your first time listening, some background information on me. Uh, I'm 19 years old. I'm from Andover, Massachusetts, which is 20 minutes north of Boston, and I'm a sophomore at Providence College. Uh, I just moved in uh, last week in the first week of classes. It was a lot better than last year in terms of the vibe at campus, uh, so that was good. But in terms of the topic for today, uh, I think my generation, which is college kids and high school kids, we were built up on instant gratification in some respects uh, with the rise in technology. It's easy to scroll on TikTok for hours in a day or use Snapchat or Instagram and watch YouTube and all that stuff. And uh, in terms of overall happiness, I found that instant gratification was detrimental to my personal well-being. So I'm going to talk about my uh, personal experience about this stuff and what I've learned through it. So when I was a junior in high school, I just quit um, playing basketball. I talked a little bit about this in the first episode about how to not get burnt out. And after I quit, I was focused on instant gratification. I was trying to get quick thrills. And luckily, I didn't do any drugs. I didn't drink or smoke. And I still don't do that stuff today. But I would eat bad food like pizza or Calzone, stuff like that. Uh, I would watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, not to get too weird, but I'd watch a lot of porn as well. And I was looking for the instant um, dopamine rush, right? Like eating a pizza, it makes it made me feel happy for that 20 minutes and watching YouTube. And then when TikTok came out, I scrolled through TikTok a lot. And what I found was in that present moment, it felt great, you know, like after a long day of school or whatever I was doing to get home and lay in bed and watch YouTube or scroll through TikTok or eat a calzone, whatever I was doing, it felt great. And it was almost impossible for that version of myself to be able to stop it. And um, a big theme in my life is, I call it a, uh, a rubber meets the road scenario. And that analogy is kind of like, you know, you've, like, you find out who your real friends are when you're going through something tough or when there's a conflict or something bad happens. It's, it's like, you know, when everything's going good and your life's going good, it's easy for your friends to be around you or for you to, you know, be positive and stuff like that. But what, what a real test is um, is when something doesn't go your way or some shit hits the fan. So for me, that situation occurred in uh the winter break of my senior year so this was 2019 and 2020 and the day after christmas i got my wisdom teeth out so around that age a lot of kids get their wisdom teeth out and uh, i got surgery and the surgery went well um i just had novocaine nothing too bad i, I only had three of the four grown in so it wasn't too bad and then uh, i started the recovery process and on the sheet, it said to rinse your mouth with salt water for 10 minutes. 
and I took it literally, so I literally did it for 10 minutes, <laughs> which sounds stupid now, but at the time, I was just following the, you know, the instructions that it said, um, because I wanted to recover fast, especially over the winter break, you know, I was trying to hang out with friends and not have to deal with this, so I took it literally, and as anyone with common sense could probably guess, they got infected, and at the time of this, I didn't really think it was infected. I have a weird uh, tendency, starting to get a little bit better now, but I have a weird tendency to um, hide pain a lot and to think that like, I deserve to go through it, and I don't have, uh, it's difficult for me to admit, like, hey, I need help with this, or hey, like, I should probably go see a doctor. So, like, after a week of, like, barely being able to open my mouth, not sleeping, or only sleeping for, like, three or four hours a night and barely eating, I was, like, I told my mom, like, we should probably go back to the doctor. <laughs> and I got put on antibiotics, and I was getting, like, a week, which was good. But in this week span when I was, you know, not eating, not sleeping, and just feeling awful, I remember I was in, like, the fetal position, and I told myself, I'll never eat food that'll make me feel this bad again. And I'm going to get into the best shape of my life. So this sparked me to really take the gym seriously and take especially what I eat uh, a lot more seriously. So I got back to school and instead of getting chicken fingers, fries and a Snapple, I'd get chicken fingers and then I'd bring a propeller to school. And then that slowly turned into getting like a grilled chicken wrap. And that slowly turned into having fruit, and that slowly turned into bringing, like, peanuts or almonds or stuff from home, and slowly turned into protein shakes and protein bars, and I slowly got into eating really healthy, and in the midst of all this, the pandemic hit, and I remember the date, I'm sure a lot of people do it, March 13th, 2020, um, but I was super blessed because uh, the gym I go to, it's like a personal trainer type of gym set at Tim Fit my guy <laughs> but because of um the style of the gym it was my trainer owns his own gym so he didn't have to listen to any higher ups on a technical basis so throughout the pandemic he stayed open only for himself so he only like opened the gym when he would work out and i texted him like Yo, are you open it was like yeah to stop out with me so it was just me and him for like a good two months <laughs> like until may and that's when stuff started opening up a little bit at least uh, for my life, but, you know, I'm super grateful for that, because if the gym wasn't open, I wouldn't have been able to reach, uh, you know, my goals as quickly as I did, but the goal that I had after, um, the wisdom teeth was to get a six-pack, so at the time, I was about, I would guess, 185 pounds, and I'm, that was six feet at the time, like, six one six two now, and that 185 wasn't, wasn't much muscle. I could probably bang out five push-ups. Uh, my max bench was, like, 115 or something. Like, not not that, but um, nothing crazy. But I worked my ass off, and by the time it was June, I legitimately had a six-pack. I got down to 165, even 160 for, like, a week in the summer, which is crazy to look back on. And back to the main point about this. This was a delayed gratification thing where I had this long-term goal that I worked towards each day, right? So in mid-February, I'd work towards it by eating well that day, getting enough sleep, and getting a good workout in. And I'd have it build up 
to the point where when it was June and I reached my goal and I felt the best I ever had and I looked the best I ever had, I was the happiest I've ever been because I did, I completed my goal. And, you know, during this time, I obviously had pizza and I scrolled through TikTok and stuff like that. But the one thing I really learned is to balance it out, right? So if you have a goal for school, right? Like let's say you want to get on the like, honors roll in school. Like, yeah, go to class, study, be with your teacher if you need to, make sure you know the material. And if you don't have any homework or you have a test tomorrow, but you already study enough, like, yeah, go have a pizza, go watch some YouTube and stuff like that. But for me, like, the main key is to not do that stuff until, like, I got my stuff done. So I'm recording a podcast right now. And after this podcast, I'll probably head back to my dorm room, play some video games, or hang out with some friends. And that's, like, good for my mental health. But it, if it's, like, a reward for me. Where if I, you know, just did that all day, I wouldn't really feel like I deserved it in a, in a weird sense. Um, but, yeah, so I got the six-pack, and then I'm going to go into how it, how, you know, life throws stuff at you where... I wasn't prepared for it, and I went back to how I was before um, the wisdom tooth. And what ended up happening is I went to college, so I'm a sophomore right now. So during my freshman year, specifically second semester, I talked, uh, well, in second semester, I ended up getting a girlfriend, and I was best friends with her in first semester. And we talked every day of our winter break, so it wasn't a big shock for me uh, to get her. And she was the best thing that ever happened to me. And, I have nothing but good things to say about her. I have no ill will towards her. Um, and what ended up happening is over this past summer, um, we had to break up for a lot for some reasons, but she decided that it'd be best for her to transfer. And uh, because of that, you know, we were already long distance, so it would have been, we just didn't think it was worth it to, um, you know, not only be long distance, but not go to the same school. So. You know, the breakup has been hard on me. <laughs> um, but during the relationship, I found that, and this is nothing <laughs> against her, by the way. Um, this is my fault. So, but during the relationship, I found that I was reverting to the instant gratification phase where, you know, with her, it was like, I'd wake up and I'd be like, hey, you want to get food? And like, go eat whatever I want and I wouldn't work out as much and even when I did I wouldn't work out as hard and I wouldn't play basketball as hard I wouldn't play basketball as much as I did um before the relationship and I wouldn't try as hard in school I wouldn't go to as many classes um and that was partially because of COVID but my overall like motivation to be in great shape and to try my best in school and to have great grades it went down tremendously um in this relationship and Again, this is on me. Like, this is not her fault at all. I should have been more aware of it, and I should have had my personal motivation and not uh, bought into it. But I found that, you know, when the breakup happened, you know, even though it, it was awful and I'm still, like, hurting to this day, I'm so sad most of the day because of it, I found that I was doing a lot of things towards instant gratification, whether that was, you know, as I said, eating food with her or, like, watching a movie or watching TV or, you know, doing other stuff. Like, there was a lot of things where it'd be, like, a day and it'd be, like, 7 o'clock. It's like, oh, should I go work out or should I go watch a TV show with her? And I always just, 
Yeah, I'll go watch a TV show with her. Should I do, like, should I study for this quiz or go hang out with her? It's like, oh, yeah, I'll go hang out with her and study for the quiz after. Like, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just got to a point for me where there wasn't any balance to it, where what I should have been doing is telling her, like, hey, like, I have a quiz tomorrow. I'm going to study for an hour, and then we can hang out. Or, hey, like, I want to go work out. Like, can I meet up with you after? And I did do that on sometimes, but I just, I just didn't hold myself accountable enough and... The main reason is I loved her so much to the point where I didn't not want to be with her. <laughs> so it was hard for me to be like, yeah, let me go on a run right now. Or, yeah, let me go study for this quiz. Like, no, like, let me go hang out with her. Like, that stuff can wait. So now that um, I'm back to being single and I'm back to how life was before her, it is really difficult breakups are hard i'm sure i'll have a podcast about a breakup eventually um when i've conquered it uh, as i was I, I think i said in the first one i'm not gonna talk about stuff that i've conquered i'm not gonna talk about my current problems um but it was the same sort of thing where um you know i i got out of the relationship and i saw that in the five or six months that uh, we dated i didn't improve as much as i wish i did whether that was physically mentally academically socially I, I didn't really accomplish as much as i hoped for in that semester and in the summer and i used the last month of the summer to grieve the breakup a lot but to also have goals and to make sure that this upcoming semester i reach my potential and one of the goals was to make this podcast and that's why i'm here uh, doing it and some of my goals are academic based some of my goals are, you know, physical stuff for the gym or to play basketball, other stuff socially. So I'm more driven than I've ever been because of the breakup. But it's it, the, the overarching point about it is make sure that your priorities are in a good spot and try to hold yourself accountable. And that, that was what my problem was. I didn't hold myself accountable uh, in the relationship. And that caused me to get to a point where six months goes by in a blink of an eye and I wake up and I I'm not happy and I don't like the person looking back at me in the mirror and I'm I don't have much self-worth and self-confidence because of it I'm starting to gain it back a little bit uh but the the key the tool that I'm using is delayed gratification having goals that take months if not years to complete and having visions and trying to follow your dreams and working each day towards something bigger than yourself i think that's really important and you know that doesn't mean that i don't have cheat meals or i don't do stuff that's instant but it does mean that i make sure that i have a goal and i have a vision and i work towards that and i and that that goal is accomplished as much as i can in a day you know, if it's a basketball goal, like, okay, did, did I play today or did I work out and try to get better or stuff, stuff like that? And once that's done, then, yeah. And, or if it's school, like, as I said, if, if all my homework's done and I don't need to study for anything, then there's no point not to chill out with my friends. It's, it's just the balance and holding yourself accountable. And I lost myself in the relationship. I lost myself in um, facing adversity through basketball and, I'm starting to find myself a little bit more, but the overarching point about this whole podcast is I think a lot of kids my age, whether you're in high school or you're in college, struggle with their mental health in some capacity. Now, I'm not saying everybody does. I've met very happy people here, but I think um, social media 
and the way we interact as a society has caused a lot of kids, at least it's caused me to have more problems with anxiety or depression or, you know, all the other types of mental health stuff. And for me, the the things and the tools that I use to get out of the slump and to get out of um, this, like, weird state is delayed gratification, having things that you're working towards. Like, if, you know, if you want to make a team, like, have that be a goal. And if trials are in three months, work each day to try to make sure that by trial day you're ready to go and stuff like that. And for me, it's hard and it's a long journey. But once that journey's over, you'll have a lot of self-worth and a lot of confidence and you feel good about yourself so yeah that's the podcast and i hope that it made some sort of sense this is the second episode that i've done so i'm getting used to it a little bit but um yeah give me some feedback my twitter is mbarry underscore 14 my instagram is michaelbarry underscore 14 I, I think that's in the description of the podcast and spotify let me know how it goes let me know if it helped you guys at all and yeah have a good day